Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 42 of the PC World Show. This is your home for tough talk about the most interesting tech topics of the week. And we have an all PC World show today with PC World editors, uh, executive editor Melissa Riafrio. Hi. Hey, Melissa. And senior editor Mark Hockman. Hi, guys. Hey. And I'm editor-in-chief John Phillips. Now, uh, we're shooting this show on March 29th. We're going to be fielding questions from Facebook and YouTube. Uh, so have at it. And uh, it's a, it, well, we're covering a lot of different topics. Uh, we'll be getting into the Windows 10 Creators Update. And then uh, the Galaxy S8. It's finally out. And I've touched it and I've used it. I'll be talking about that. <laughs> Uh, and then Intel Optane, it's uh, it's sort of a workaround to get more performance out of your drive. I'm not going to say what kind of drive. Uh, Melissa's going to fill us in on that. And then finally, I have a right or wrong question about the GS8. So we'll save that for the end. But uh, right now, uh, Mark, uh, man, you spent so much time putting this operating system through the paces. You're the main reviewer. Um, you wrote a, uh, an epic review of the Creators Update. Tell everyone out there who hasn't used it, maybe hasn't read about it. Sure. You know, what is it? What What are the new features? Mm -hmm. And what did you like and what did you not like? Well, the Windows 10 Creators Update is sort of the third major update from Windows 10. And it's uh, sort of a free update. If you have Windows 10, you can go ahead and download it beginning April 11th. If you uh, don't have Windows 10, you have to remember that uh, Windows 10 isn't free anymore. So you have to pay, you know, for Windows 10 Home, uh, 120 bucks or 200 bucks for Windows Pro. Um, but the, uh, the goal of the Creators Update was to provide things that were sort of a little bit more fun, a little bit more creative. And so sort of the highlights include... Uh, first and foremost, there's, um, and we can talk a little bit about uh, sort of the pros and cons of each of these a little bit later. There's Paint 3D, which is a new 3D content creation app. Uh, there is Windows Ink, which is now allows you to actually ink on videos and photos. And uh, that's actually one of my favorite features. Um, I'm a huge fan of something that's a little bit smaller, I suppose, which is Themes, which kind of brings back that sort of... Uh, uh, those wonderful sort of Bing-inspired pictures for your backgrounds instead of going with that generic Windows logo. And there's just a lot of little things, too. I mean, you know, honestly, um, you may not care as much about that as you might just for the fact that uh, uh, Windows Edge now plays, or Microsoft Edge now plays Netflix at 4K. So if you're running your browser, if you're running Netflix in a browser, you really want to run it in under Edge rather than Chrome or uh, Opera because those things only run at 1080p. Um, you know, and then there's a bunch of just smaller sort of, um, you know, updates as well. I mean, there's, you know, Cortana. Cortana has improved a little bit more. Um, it now can help you keep your promises, which is kind of kind of fun. Um, and there's just, you know, the sort of the old little Swiss Army knife improvements that just uh, make everything a little bit better. There's a, there's a nightlight. So um, if you're an insomniac, you can go ahead and your your screen will sort of redshift after sundown. Okay. It helps eliminate that blue light that keeps you up. Sure. Uh, there's like touchpad gestures. There's just a ton of stuff under the hood as well. So um, I've watched your videos, which are great, and then Melissa's video as well. The inking feature does look really cool, and the, the map uh, routing mm. ink, inking feature, that's part of, of ink, right? It is, that, that's right, that's yeah. in the ink family. So, um, and you, how does that work? You, you're the one who demoed that in video, right? Sure. Yeah. So this is an inking feature specific to the Maps app in Windows, and so what you can do is you can actually um, just draw a line between two points, and um, the, the Maps app will map a route for you. Or you can also, you know, draw a line between any two points and it'll tell you the distance. 
Right. So if you're just trying to plan a trip or, you know, Mark was initially wondering why would anyone yeah, want to use this? Was, but actually. I was saying, you know, say that you, you have like a very personal event, like my wedding is going to be in, you know, the, the Rose Garden in Golden Gate Park. And you want to draw people a map on how, how to get to where you park or put <laughs> your bike before the thing. You can draw your route on this map. I, I, want, I mean, I'm thinking of ways to trick it because Golden Gate Park has a number of mapped out waypoints. Yeah. But if you, but I can't imagine that actual fields are, are, are mapped out, but that would be cool if it could say like, turn left at the big rock. Well, you could always zoom in and use the satellite view, for example. Uh Yeah. I mean, so when I did the directions on the map, um, like I started from the bison paddock, which is one of my favorite places. And it didn't say start at the bison paddock. It was on, you know, start on John F. Kennedy drive and go this way. So no, they don't have all the names in the map yet, but the fact that you can customize your route you know, to exactly what you intend yeah. is cool. Uh, and they do put up the qualifier because when they were demoing it for us, the man was like, uh, you know, drawing a route around a lake. And I said, well, what if there's a swamp around the lake? What if you don't want to walk there? Does yeah. it tell you that? He's like, uh, you know, but so now there's a warning that says, you know, make sure this is okay. You know, this is, we're just calculating. Right, this. right, right, right. But, but still the personalization is cool. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we know we like that. And the themes you're, you're getting into, which I just, is I, I, you know, just a cosmetic. Thing, yeah. Right? I'm just a yeah. cosmetic thing. I'm just a big fan of photography and, yeah. and Microsoft's always been sort of a proponent of that. So yeah. you can now, instead of using those sort of generic backgrounds and you can always just put in your own background anyways, it was always sure. there, but now there's, they're actually in the windows store and you can download them and there's, there's, there's nature shots, there's cats, there's uh, I, I'm hoping actually for some like, you know, with, with halo, for example, there's something gaming specific. Cool. To that. Um, and that's something that actually, if you didn't gaming, about, like, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. there's a bunch of features. I'm sorry. I've just been working on this so hard. There's a lot there. Yeah. So uh, a couple of things I didn't mention before, and I should have. Uh, quickly, Edge has e-reading in it. There's actually, you can buy ebooks from the store. But yeah, there's gaming in it now, too. Um, there's a couple of things. There's um, game mode, and then there's uh, beam streaming. Um, both are pretty neat. Um, game mode, I think, is a little bit more cosmetic at this point than anything else. Um, it's designed not so much to give you additional frames per second in games, but to sort of smooth everything out. So, you know, how uh, if you're if you're churning you're along and you come into a complicated scene, you're, you're, you get a little stuck. Or you get a little, um, you know, and so forth. That's designed to smooth it out, sort of, sort of up your minimum frame rate, so you actually keep on hitting that 30 frames per second or whatever you want to hit. Um, Beam is actually pretty neat as well. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you, since you're watching this streaming right now, are familiar with Twitch. Um, it's just a way to obviously sort of broadcast your game with Beam, which is both in the Xbox, uh, which has its own creators update coming out today, as well as Windows 10. Um, Basically, you can just in 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 Windows 10, you can either hit Win plus G, or if you're on an Xbox controller, just hit the Xbox button, and really within just a couple of button presses, you're streaming. I mean, you just kind of keys automatically to your gamer tag. I thought you'd have to go ahead and you know queue up an account and so, so forth. Nah, don't have to worry about that. What's the conventional wisdom on the impact on Twitch then? You know, I don't know. Uh, Twitch is more popular. It has an installed base. People are sort of used to yeah. using it. Yeah. Um, with Beam, it's just right there, uh, which is kind of the advantage of the eBooks thing too. I mean, you can go to Amazon and probably get a nicer selection of books and maybe even better prices. But you know, it's a couple of button clicks away in the Windows Store. Sure. So that's the convenience aspect of it. Well, yeah. and Xbox has a huge installed base. It too, does. Right? That's right. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. And you yeah. can you know, absolutely you can do it on Xbox. Although actually, I think that Windows was slightly easier. I, th- I seem to have an easier time on Windows. Just I just think it's UI. interesting to see how Windows 10 and Xbox are just getting closer. They and closer are, in together. fact, uh, yeah. in, 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 in fact, on the Xbox, uh, I had a reminder set for Cortana just remember to ask somebody a question, and it popped up on my Xbox, which is kind of oh neat. wow. Yeah. Isn't that Tim Sweeney's big nightmare? What you just, <laughs> what you just said, Melissa? Yeah, yeah basically. Um, well, 
let, let's move to the to the um, the elephant in the room, which is all the features that were demoed right. at the last build. Yeah, that um, are not there. Yeah, Microsoft. I mean, you know, it's interesting because you know. I originally told Melissa, for example, I told her yesterday that, uh, you know, they had a video, obviously, so they, they ran down all of the, uh, you know, they had basically a recap of the video, right, where they launched everything last fall, and that video is gone now. Well, they do that with the other stuff, too, so the Windows 10 launch video is gone as well. But if you, you know, if you dig it up, um, basically, they promised us that um, there would be, uh, you know, just sort of this really easy way to get 3D content in the PC, and they showed off this wonderful little app. It held you held your phone, and you sort of just you know this woman on stage, Megan Saunders, just kind of scanned this this the sandcastle, and it was like boom, it's right into Windows, mm-hmm. and it was just like wow, this mm-hmm. is the future. Yeah, and that app isn't there. Um, we don't have it. It's, all all yeah. the hooks into um, into Hololens, all the hooks in the Hololens. There. We don't have any mixed yeah. reality devices yet. I mean, this is all sort of. Hopefully forthcoming. And what's the Microsoft explanation for that? Is there any official? There is line? no official explanation. It's just like we have no, basically there's the standard line is we have nothing to share. Yeah. And didn't you notice that um, they removed? They they basically took the entire keynote, and the only way you could see the keynote now is well, yeah, exactly. As I said, if it's it's gone, although they've done that with the other keynotes too, as okay. I discovered later. But yes, All if right. you dig it up from a um, couple of other sites, just recorded it uh, live, you can sort of go through it and but, see what they promise. But the portions, maybe I'm explaining this wrong. You you could explain it correctly. The portions were that are not in Windows 10 right. Creators Update. So let's go through. You those. can't really find those. No. <laughs> not necessarily right. Yeah. But there's a few. There's so there's the um, this Windows 3D Capture app that's not there. There's uh, the My People experience, which was designed to sort of put your favorite people both in your taskbar and sort of in like shortcuts to Skype. They said actually um, sort of midway through the Insider Progress that they were going to hold that for uh, uh, Redstone 3, which is due this fall. Um, but there's like um, the Xbox uh, arenas where you're supposed to be able to configure custom tournaments. That's not there. Uh, there was a nice little reminder feature where you could go ahead and like if you wanted to, like you're talking about making a you know have a wedding and so forth. If you wanted to sort of, um, I sometimes will keep a tab open just to say, hey, look. Um, I need to remember to pay my water bill or I need to research uh, campgrounds, for example, for a trip. And you could go ahead and key that to Cortana and set your reminder for it. So you would say, okay, I'm going to bring up these campgrounds and the tab would launch. They get rid of that too. Um, So, you know, there was a lot of... God, I even hate to bring in politics, but we, we sort of live in this this world where we have people telling us that the world is great and fine and beautiful and these things are going to happen. And then they don't. And... You know, maybe it's just me, but I kind of was always a little pissed off by those whole thing. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, I was thought like, God, you're you're telling us this, and then you're not bringing it to fruition. So I think that all the features in the creators update are awesome, and I think they have real value, and I think it's the best one yet. But at the same time, you just can't ignore the fact that they promised these things. They they, they did deliver. Correct me if I'm wrong. The stuff that everyone could use, and the stuff they didn't deliver, is the stuff that's more. De- uh, Directed at content creators? Kind of, Is yeah. Is that fair? I suppose so. But again, if you're going to make this 3D content creation bit sort of a key for, for Windows 10, I mean, there's really no way. There's like two different ways, which I don't have to get into right now. There's 3D scan and this this 3D create this 3D app that they show this mobile. And it's just really not that easy to create content. Yeah. Um, that needs to be better. All right. Any final thoughts on Crater's update? Well, I think we all remember when they introduced Windows Holographic mm. you know, a few events ago, and it was 
just so crazy out of this world and beyond anything that we'd imagined. And it seems like they've contracted a bit from there where, okay, it's not Windows holographic anymore. It's Windows mixed reality. And that HoloLens thing is only for developers. And we're going to do headsets from third parties, but they're not coming for a while. Right. It feels like, yeah. you know, they, they had this great thing, but they've had to retrench, you know, maybe for real reasons, they couldn't get everything to work. Yep. I mean, but, you know, it just it, it disappoints people. Mixed reality supposedly is there, but just for developers. So you're not going to really yeah. see it. So, so and I, I'm not so. minded. I don't mind it being late or absent or late, but they should tell they should be forthcoming and explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we changed the roadmap. Right. No one's gonna, exactly. That's right. I don't think that's going to change the stock price with that. Yeah. yeah. Just say yeah. we have two updates, creators updates. You'll have a spring and a fall and we'll bring it out later. Yeah. We don't make the first one. Yeah. All righty. Well, uh, we're going to move on to the Samsung Galaxy S8. It's uh, it's the Android phone that people have been waiting for for a long time, especially because the Note 7 went away into uh, bad battery land. Uh, it's not a Note, so it doesn't have um, an S Pen, but it is a much bigger phone. Uh, I got to use it last week, both the the S8 and the S8 Plus. Uh, the dimensions for the S8 are 5.8 inches. Uh, the S8 Plus is 6.2. Adam used it too, so I'm going to ask Adam to chime in at some point to give me his thoughts. Um, and the thing that's uh, really unique about the phones, I mean, there's a lot that's unique, but uh, it's got the super tall aspect ratio like the LG G6. So the, the aspect ratio is 18.5 by 9, so hmm. it's a little bit taller than the than the LG G6. Um it's super easy to hold in your hand. So I'm a huge proponent of big phones uh, and I've never had a lot of trouble doing one-handed, um, mm -hmm. you know, operation, but this just, this just slides in your hand. It's, it fits perfectly. And this is the larger of the two phones. So, um, you get all that extra screen size, but it's also extremely accommodating in, you know, my normal <laughs> size guy's hands. Uh, I actually have sort of small hands, I think. Um, so it has that going for it. Uh, it's got the iris scanner from the note seven. Um, didn't get a chance to use it, but, uh, we've tested it in the note seven. It, it works well there. Uh, it does have, um, a strangely placed, um, fingerprint scanner. It's the first phone with the Snapdragon 835. Mm. So it's a even more energy efficient, uh, processor. Uh, so much going for it. Uh, oh, and it's got Bixby, which is yet another cleverly named AI assistant. And the thing with Bixby is that uh, Samsung claims in Samsung apps, you can anything you can do on touch, you could do with voice control. So, for example, in their uh, gallery app, you could edit all your photos simply with voice control, like rotate 180 degrees, mm. wow. darken, lighten, uh, Again, we didn't get a chance to test that. It was just a demo. <laughs> There's a lot we still need to test. Um, but yeah, it's just got a, a, like a, a big laundry list of, of things. And um, the other thing I'll, I'll add, uh, this is really pertinent to these two and also hopefully the people watching this video for PC users is that um, there's now a uh, basically a, a docking station called DEX, D-E-X, and you can drop the phone into it, hook it up to a monitor, uh, and assumes you have a, a mouse and a Bluetooth keyboard. And it gives you a very desktop-like experience directly in Android. So you can resize windows. There are going to be optimized versions of mm. Word so that you can get your full Microsoft. Well, I probably just, I think it's the entire Office suite. Um, that looks super appealing. I could, we, we have to do an article yeah. where 
probably me, but it could be someone else. It could, could be a pure PC worlder. I, I sort of bridge different brands. Uh, someone has to make this their, their full-time PC yes. for a few days and sure. see if they could live on this uh, as a solution. But I was really impressed. I, I'm a Pixel XL user right now. And this is the first time I thought maybe I should have a Samsung phone as my daily driver. So um, I really dug it. Adam, uh, I know you were upset that the S, that the Note 7 went away. What do you think yeah, about was, the S8? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, the, it's got the same design language, you know, the curve on the front and back. Yeah. Uh, I definitely appreciate bigger phones. So to have, you know, the same... Note 5, Note 7 size, but a bigger screen, like 6.2, the more the merrier. I, I, I love it. Uh, a little bummed, personally, about their, they did not uh, update the camera That's right. uh, at all, yeah. uh, but they did They did say they updated the software, which, you know, I, I could, after a lot of testing, I can tell they were doing a, a little too, too aggressive of, uh, <laughs> of software optimization in the uh-huh. back. So, you know, maybe that's better. Once again, we'll have to see when it tests. But, I mean, it, it was still a good sensor. It was still you know within the top were they five over sharpening or what was like what was happening yeah what did de- you not like definitely definitely uh bumping the contrast uh-huh. over sharpening i mean just a- anything to make it really like pop yeah. uh w- which is good if you're gonna you know quickly you know take out your phone yeah. and, and post it to instagram but for somebody like me uh, i want to be able to edit it a little bit if it's already you know kind of got this stuff baked in then it, it's not very editable yeah from a design standpoint, it's like got almost zero bezels, so that's really cool. Now the they've always had these physical home buttons that's gone, mm. and now there's um, a virtual home button like most phones have, and but there's haptic feedback around it. So when you get in the home area, you 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 feel you're there. But I mean, what do you think, Mark? You're 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 uh, um, you're you're still an Android user, right? <laughs> yeah. Android and Windows. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the, the the thing I always disliked. I mean, I actually owned a Note, uh, a Note Five and a Note Four for a while as my as my alternative phone, and uh, right now it's a OnePlus. But uh, the one thing I always never liked about Samsung was the fact that they always tried to interject themselves into yeah. the pure Android experience. I mean, Bixby seems to me sort of you know I have two kids, and when I talk to one kid, the other one sort of always tries to get in the way and make it either about him or chime in the conversation and that's what i'm kind of afraid that bixby's gonna do is it's gonna be like you're gonna be like hello google or you know okay google i want to do this and bixby's gonna be like you know what about me exactly and yeah that they, kind of stuff you I know the google assistant is there yeah um the search bar is there on on the on the home screen but yeah they they were sort of emphatic that that's not gonna happen oh, that's good um so they're offering both and it begs, yeah, it remains to seen what, what you're going to want to use. Somebody made a comment yeah. too, that it didn't have a full fledged desktop browser. Like I guess it's just a standard Android browser or is it Chrome? Uh, I don't, it wasn't Chrome. Um, it's a, I don't remember. We probably have it on video somewhere. Yeah. Well, but, what, what they showed was uh Samsung's browser. Yeah. Okay, is what so they Samsung. showed. So at the on Vex, you're getting Samsung's browser. Yeah. Browser? Yeah. Hmm. Right. It's Samsung's browser. And I think that's the only browser that, uh, will su- support the resized windows, mm. um, but <clears throat> you obviously could put Chrome. I mean, you could put Chrome on on your on the phone, but it may not be optimized for the desktop experience. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I guess it'd be an issue. Yeah, I mean, th- you're right. They really do everything they can to lock you into their ecosystem, and that goes all the way to you know the fitness uh, products where some features just aren't there unless right. you have a Samsung phone. Yeah. Um, you know, there's Samsung Flow where your text messages from the phone will appear on your desktop, but you need a Samsung phone 
uh, for that to run. So yeah, there is that locked in ecosystem kind of feel to it, but I don't know. Did they say anything about a new note too, or is that just sort of, no. we're not going to talk about that yet? They did not say anything about a new note. Uh, <laughs> they did share that they gave us some pricing. And so I'm going to zip over to that. So this got published after I edited the article. So, um, I mean, they're going to be expensive as expected. Um, basically for the smaller one, 720 bucks, <laughs> larger one, 840 bucks. Wow. So they're super premium phones. Um, that's on Verizon, AT&T at 750 and 850. Um, that, that, that's what it equals out to unlocked. And so, they yeah. did talk about battery, right? Like, yes. So the very beginning of the demo, like before anything started, they issued about three sentences of Mia culpa saying like, obviously it's been a rough year for us. Uh, as you all well know, we have this new you know, battery certification program and, you know, we're, we're putting that all behind us and this is, you know, and we're excited to show you this. Um, so yeah, they, they certainly acknowledged it. Um, but yeah, my right or wrong question, which we're going to save for one more, that'll get into that. But you know, it's, uh, I don't know when you're using the phone, you, you, you don't really remember about Samsung's bad mojo Mm. and did they talk about why they changed the aspect ratio of the display yeah um uh, now it's interesting that both lg and samsung did this at the same time so to what degree is it playing follow the leader uh and i asked directly of one of their you know execs like you know what what led you to this decision like how much testing or user testing or studying did you have to go through and he was sort of, um, you know, he didn't give me a definitive yeah. answer, but he did say, well, you know, user testing shows that people want the big screen, but they want the convenience of the one-handed operation. And it turns out through all of our studying and data that we've t- discovered this is the perfect size. So, um, yeah, there w- it wasn't like a conclusive answer, but you're never going to get that in, in one of these demos. True. I was wondering if part of it was because of virtual reality that they wanted that wider aspect ratio so that you can have more yeah, screen real right, estate right. in the headset. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, these are going to work for the new gear VR. So, um, he said they will be sharper, like mm-hmm. it's going to be a better gear VR experience because of the display. But, uh, Adam, do you remember any answer to that? Adam also went to the demo with me. Uh, for the, uh, in terms of the screen height, uh, no, I don't remember them giving a full, full yeah. answer. No, did uh, oh, go ahead. for, for the gear VR thing though, they, they did show off the, the new controller. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's all, it's all bundled in. So, right. So if you buy, if you buy the phone now, I guess through one of the carriers, you get gear VR tossed in, which is great. Did apps look unnecessarily stretched or, and what, what did video look like? Was there video filled? Video looked great. Um, filled the screen or is there? Uh, God, I think there's a tiny bit of letterboxing on the edges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called pillar boxing on the side. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's definitely doing it for 169, you know, right. uh, but that doesn't bug me. I'd rather have that than stretched. Yeah. So I think most of the apps are going to be able to handle like just mm. playing it by default, like yeah. at its native resolution. It's, so. It is HDR too. So I'm sure the video they were showing off was HDR. Um, yeah, as far as like apps being stretched, of course they only showed us like a very controlled well, course, scenario. Yeah. So we'll have we'll, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm sure the Samsung apps will be fine, but it remains to be seen how like other app like games or non-browser mm-hmm. browsers just stretch into infinity. So yeah. there's no problem there, but, right? But we'll see. 
Yeah, but uh, you know, in general, I, I'm really impressed. Um, it has Google Assistant, so it checks off that <laughs> box. It's got a beautiful screen. The camera, I don't know if it's going to be as good as the Pixel, but that's one of the things we will definitely test. Um, so let's take this to the internet. Uh, anything from Facebook or, um, or YouTube, Adam? Uh, yeah, we got a question from uh, Calvin Miller uh, on Facebook uh, asking, is it easier to hold in your hand? I know you talked about it a little bit more, but uh, yeah, it's a lot easier to hold in your hand. Um, I, I don't know if a couple millimeters makes a difference, but I think it does. Uh, it's, it's yeah, it feels more. There's more confidence inspiring. It could be because it's because it's longer. That feels like there's more to grip on. It's like you're gripping like a bar, like yeah. a big bar of candy, or like a banana rather than something that just doesn't that feels like it could squeeze out at any time. So there's that. But I'll also share an anecdote that. Everyone is remarking. We've all had the same experience where, you know, they release the the SA, the smaller of the two, and the SA Plus, which is 6.2. And, you know, they're all a whole bunch of phones lying on the table. You're like, okay, now I'm going to try the big one. And you realize, oh, the big one's already in my hand. It doesn't feel big. Uh, it certainly looks big, but um, it the, the larger of the two is such where it you don't feel like you're holding a mammoth phone. What, what was the Windows phone that was like six inches? Oh, the Elite X3? Is that your thing? Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, it was that's just a, ridiculous. Yeah, that's an yeah. phone. Because yeah. it was wide and it was right. probably thick. So, I mean, to answer your question, it's easy to hold. I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, do you guys have any more questions about SA? Otherwise, we're going to take Yeah, actually, quickly. Oh, sure. I mean, was, yeah, it, yeah. was it slippery? Because, I mean, the edge I, the, the edge seemed always like it was going to slip out of my hands. Maybe no, it, it, didn't feel, okay. it didn't feel particularly slippery. Um, I have used phones before that felt too satiny, yeah. <laughs> like something about them or plasticky, but, but no, uh, I, th- I thought it was fine. I don't know if it has anything to do with the, the rounded you know, edges yeah, of the right. screen, but I thought it was good. I feel like they've definitely also improved the the finish on it, so it, it felt more tactile than my Note Five. Oh, uh, I, I definitely had both at the same time, feeling and stuff, and yeah, yeah. It, it's it's got a little more of a grip to it. So cool, more tooth. Uh, okay, well, let's move on to Intel Optane. So um, I, I teased that it's a drive technology, but it's not an SSD technology. So Melissa, why don't you walk us through what it is and who's it for? Sure. So yeah. Intel announced its first Optane product this week. This is actually the the first product based on this 3D X point storage technology that Intel and Micron developed and announced last year. And we were all super excited because it's supposed to be a thousand times faster than a NAND SSD, which is already a really fast product. So we're like, yes, you know, downloads will be faster. Uploads will be faster. It'll be fantastic. What happened is that when they announced their first product this week, it wasn't, you know, a crazy fast storage drive. It was a cache drive. It was a cache drive that's designed to attach to a traditional platter hard drive to make your old beater faster because it'll cache things and kind of have it ready for you um, uh, and just speed things along. And I think all the PC enthusiasts among our readers were incredibly disappointed that they didn't have a lightning fast drive that they could plop into their mm-hmm. computer. So what's the capacity of, of the drive? So these drives uh, as cache drives are only going to be, I think 16 gigabytes and mm-hmm. 32 gigabytes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The 16 gigabyte will be $44. So it's, it's dynamically making decisions about what to cache. So, so for example, I mean, it's not enough to hold windows, no. nope. so you no. can't cache windows, well, but no. you mm-hmm. could, could you say, I want to cache like deliberately cache 
these really large files, these uh, image files that I'm working on. Well, it's going to decide what it's going to cache. It's really just sort of dealing with whatever you're doing at the moment. And it will cache part of Windows, it sounds like, too. I mean, 32 gigs. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. there are 16 and 32 gigabyte models for 44 and $77, but they're not, you know, um, static storage where you're like, I'm going to put this here. It's just sort of dealing with whatever you're doing at the time. And so... um, it is supposed to make traditional hard drives really fast. Right. And Gordon, or they'd ran some tests that Gordon observed. How, what, what do we learn from those? Or maybe Gordon ran them. Uh, what we learned yeah. is that in, he was able to observe the cache um, accumulating uh, data from the hard drive. And like he would load something and then load it again and load it again. And every time he loaded it, it would load faster because the cache drive already had it. And so it could just, oh, you want that again? Sure, here it is. Mm-hmm. And so um, obviously for anyone who's shackled with a traditional hard drive, this is going to be a good thing. And the point that Intel made... The reason they said they did this is because uh, 80% of the PC users worldwide still use traditional hard drives. And so this is a way for them to basically goose that storage without having to go up to an SSD, which is still much more expensive. So what do I need on my motherboard to make this work? So here's the catch. And what do I need? uh, Does my hard drive need anything? So here's the catch, people. I would guess that a lot of the 80% of people who still have traditional hard drives are on older computers. Like I have a five-year-old computer at home. And this cache drive only works on a specific um, chipset on a specific motherboard, only KB Lake CPUs, which is a really new computer. And so all that 80 percent of people who are on five year old beaters like me, we don't get anything. We can't even get a faster drive we can plunk in. We we can buy an SSD. And so what Gordon and I were talking about, and I would love to know what our listeners think, um, is that this is all a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> that... Um, First of all, they don't want to kill traditional hard drives yet. And, you know, the cost per megabyte is fantastic. Also, God help them if they kill their SSD market because there's still a lot of growth potential there. So they don't want to make a faster drive that's going to supersede SSDs. Uh, and also, it does look like there's a roadmap for enterprise use of these products, of course. And But it leaves the PC enthusiasts who would like to think that we're special snowflakes and that we should get the great stuff first. We're not getting the great Great stuff first. It's very frustrating. Yeah, I mean, we've had PC accelerators before. I mean, mm-hmm. we've tried that yep. uh, what, a few years ago, um, where we had these sort of these flash drives that would sit on your motherboard, and that didn't really didn't work that well. I mean, part of the reason I think is because people didn't really understand the benefits of a flash drive using a, sort of a cache, and also too the software. Um, I wrote about it, but Gordon actually used it, and apparently the software was just you know it was difficult to configure and so forth. This sounds like I mean it's. You know, honestly, the price seems right, but Melissa, I think, nailed, I mean, I think you nailed the entire point of it, is that if you need KB Lake and you need a modern chipset, why are you just going to splash out for an SSD anyways? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's got potential, but right now it's a little bit difficult to see how, you know, people are going to say, well, <clears throat> you know, I guess I guess people will say, oh, if I'm buying a $300 CPU, maybe they'll go ahead and say, well, it's 44 extra bucks or whatever it might be, but... Well, I guess still. the deal is you can buy a three terabyte traditional right. hard drive and then still get some yeah. speed. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think people go that route and they go the three terabyte hard drive and then they get the SSD. Yeah. And I guess the, the argument here is that <laughs> now we get the Optane as well. I mean, you know, um, yeah. it's also interesting, too. I think uh, we don't know anything about this, but uh, Agam Shah from the news service wrote about it. Micron's going to have their sort of their own take on this yes. where they're going to have mm-hmm. it's going to be like a different architecture, really. Um, I don't know too much about it, but I mean, it sounds like they're going to have different cache, different controllers and so forth. And 
is I think that's designed for the PC. Maybe it's going to be a sort of a dual approach as well. Um, yeah, I can't remember. I did not read yeah. that article, but now I need to. Yeah, no, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we have a two-source. I mean, we have Intel as a supplier. We're going to have Micron as a supplier. You know, you're not going to have a whole lot of competition in price, although, again, well, those prices don't necessarily need competition. But it'll be interesting to see exactly how this all plays out in farms performance. I think one of the things that Gordon and I and some of the other people were upset about was the fact that Mike, or um, sorry, Intel again sort of promised us the world with stuff. You know, a thousand times yeah. the performance of an mm-hmm. SSD. Well, yeah, but it's not going to replace an SSD at least right away. Yeah. So. No. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's Optane. We'll we'll test it. We're not sure if yes. we're going to be able to recommend it, but it'll be fun to test because these things are fun. Um, and that brings us to the final portion of the PC World Show. This is right or wrong. I'm going to ask a question. There are only two ways to answer it, either right or wrong. <laughs> I don't know why I need to go into the big spiel because Gordon's not here. <laughs> Gordon always tries to go, yes, but no. Uh, but really, this time there's only right or wrong. Uh, I'll start with Melissa. So, Melissa, right or wrong? The Galaxy S8 will erase all of Samsung's bad battery mojo. Wrong. Wrong. Okay, what? Because people remember fire. (laughs) Uh, I think, you know, they say they have their eight point check thing, and I'm sure they do. We're going to have to have these phones ship and not explode. And then I think we'll forget that. Maybe we won't forget that half of their executives have been arrested for corruption. That's another topic. Um, Yeah, they're going to have to prove it. Okay, so that's a wrong. Mark, right or wrong, the Galaxy S8 will erase all of Samsung's bad battery mojo. Yeah, I agree with Melissa. It's wrong. I mean, first of all, we're going to have this is when these products roll out. That's that's all anyone's going to at least mention. It's going to it's going to be in every story. <laughs> you know, it we you know it'll be mentioned. It'll be closely watched. Um, if there is a note that's, that the subject will resurface again, um, it's going to be a generation or two before this this, this issue goes away. Okay. And uh, I thought I'd get a little bit, I thought someone would take the bait and give me a right. <laughs> I'm going to go with wrong as well. Um, I, I, but but um, just a little bit wrong. I think once all the glowing, I think there, there will be glowing reviews. Obviously, I've never spend more than anything, anything more than 45 minutes with a demo unit. But I, I do expect this phone to be well received from a reviewer standpoint. Uh, I think uh, after the glowing reviews come out and assuming it doesn't blow up in anyone's hands, people are going to begin to forget about it, but it's going to take until the galaxy S nine, or maybe they'll call it the S 10 because S nine just sounds sort of weird. Uh, I think that'll be the phone <clears throat> that erases all of Samsung's bad battery mojo, but I think they're well on their way to it because when you have a phone that does a lot of cool stuff and feels good and looks good, yep. you sort of begin to forget the, totally the bad. People want to forget the bad I mean, ideas. People like Samsung phones. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, Adam, you're, you're a Samsung fan. I'm going to ask you too, right or wrong. Uh, will, it, you, will it erase the mojo? You know, I'm, I'm going to take the bait. I'm going to say <laughs> yes. people have such a short attention span that, yeah, they, they won't care. They're, this is going to get sold, you know, by the, the truckfuls and, and people aren't going to worry about it. Yeah. How long will it be before the airlines keep reminding people that their <laughs> Note products may explode? That'll be interesting. I mean, oh, they still do that? I mean, no, 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 they, they stopped it, I think, a couple the months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Just the Note 7. <laughs> okay, well, we ended on that positive note. Adam says, yes, uh, Samsung's going to be fine. Fanboy. <laughs> uh, but I want to thank everyone who appeared on the PC World Show. Uh, Adam, thank you. First time we ever gave a shout-out to Adam. 
Hey, thanks. <laughs> and thanks to Melissa Riafrio. It was great. Thanks, Melissa and Mark Hockman. Thank you. Uh, I'm John Phillips, and thank you for watching. Thank you.